has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Yes. Force is strong in my family. What do you mean? My father has it. What did you say? I have it. You liar! And my sister has it. I don't know where you get your delusions, laser brain. I take it back. This is it. Jet. I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. Hello there. I would like you to be my guest. You underestimate my power. Yes. <laughs> we would be honored if you would join us. Patience, my friend. The ability to speak does not make you intelligent. You hear that? Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. <laughs> Welcome to the Voice of the Alliance. I am your host, Gerard Bear, and I am joined this evening by Daniel Leahy. What is up, everybody? We have uh, a couple things on the docket for tonight. We're going to talk about the new Darth Vader comic, the new series, uh, issue four, uh, a little bit. And then um, it was a little bit of kind of news breaking, kind of not news, um, dealing with uh, Captain Rex. And uh, the possibility of him being in Return of the Jedi. We'll uh, just talk about that for a few minutes, too. There's been a little bit of um, activity in regards to that subject over Some the last old, 24 hours or so. So Good old fan <laughs> speculation. Oh, yeah. Stuff's fantastic. <laughs> well, uh, first thing, check out our website, www.taoswf.com. There's links to our Facebook group, uh, Twitter, Instagram all that stuff our blog um daniel's phone just went off someone must be texting him (laughs) sorry i have i have to leave my (laughs) ring around when i'm at when i'm at work no worries um so check that stuff out check out the website there's links to everything and uh join the group because a lot of the stuff we talk about is topics we get from the group um we get a lot of feedback from our members um for topics just kind of the discussion Starts before the show, we talk about it on the show, and then maybe we can continue it, you know, later in the group. So it's a it's a fun place to talk Star Wars. Um, I guess we'll dig right in. We got uh, Darth Vader issue four. What did you think of that cover, Daniel? Uh, the the cover is one of my favorite ones. You're huge on the episode or the uh, the number five cover. I think this one is awesome because it's Vader on the ground, like reaching yeah. up in pain. It's beautifully done. I love oh, it's, that it's completely awesome. Oh, the cable. This was my favorite. Threads. This is my favorite image until I saw what's coming up on the next one. And then I just like, oh, no, now I like that next one. Maybe I'll just keep doing that for every issue. Yeah, I wonder. And I wonder like why. Because at the end of this issue, we uh, we don't see any damage to his eye, his, um, his eyepieces, at least outwardly. And so... I'm curious whether or not like that's going to be from like from his lightsaber construction, like using too much energy or something like that. I don't know. I'm like, I'm going way on a tangent with it, but I'm really curious. That's all right. I'm curious as well. These things can't come out quick enough, but the way this thing starts, you know, you get the cover and then the first image is him laying on a pile of rock or something, his mm-hmm. legs gone. Um, it, you know what? I, I didn't mention this at the beginning. This is, if you haven't read this and you don't want to be spoiled, hopefully we haven't spoiled too much of it for you. Um, we're going to be talking about it. So if you haven't watched it, you don't want to be spoiled. Don't listen. Yeah. And, and otherwise G, listen. <laughs> and G and I both have the comic in front of us. So if you, and we're kind of like going through it and, and discussing it as we go. So if you want to pull it up, if you have it digitally or in hand and go through it with us, it's kind of like a 
read along situation. Um, and that, that might just help you while we go through the comic. That's a great idea. I'm glad you thought of it. <laughs> so yeah. But, so he, uh, yeah, that, that image, man. look at that thing. Oh, I know. I love like the droid is, is right there, like bashed up. And then, uh, Vader with, with one leg missing <laughs> like already. He's had that leg for like two days. If that, oh man. And it's, and it's, yeah, uh, that thing. Uh, that didn't last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, so he, but you know what I, what I, what I found is, you know, that kind of like just set, sets the tone for, you know, the beginning of this, but going to the next page and you see him on the ground, the droid that he thought he had, you know, was destroyed, started talking back, giving him lip. And, um, you see him looking through, he's got that one, he's got one eye broken in this, in this next image. He uses the force to stink and just destroy the rest of that droid. Mm-hmm. And then he starts using the force to actually channel that inner, inner Anakin, the mechanically inclined Anakin to start rebuilding himself. And it, it, he rebuilds himself using parts from that droid, mm-hmm. which is just, it's so cool. Cause it's like, you know, little Anakin, you know, that mechanical kid built three PO. So, I mean, he's, he's the monster now, but there's still, you know, still some of them inside there. So it's, you know, it's, um, it's interesting to, to think yeah. about it and see it play out. Yeah. This, uh, this issue, especially in this run is doing something I hoped it would. And it's showcasing Anakin's skills and abilities, um, while also showing the, the mental strategy, um, the cunning of the Vader we know and love from, um, from empire strikes back so like you see and i'll talk about it more when we get to the end of this comic because there's a few a few panels that really go into this but you see this like perfect blend of the resourcefulness and and smarts and skill of anakin and that just like evil manipulative maniacal bastard that is vader and so like especially in this this section yeah the hate and so like this the scene is perfectly vader because this droid is just he's like this insolent droid just talking smack he crushes it you know takes it apart with the force and puts himself back together with the parts like it's just it's so vader that's such a perfect and he does it vader he puts himself together with the force yeah yeah you see he's just got his hand up and you see these parts moving around and it's like come on you know um it's uh it's visually yeah, you... reminiscent of the the night sisters episodes where they they heal they fix darth maul's legs it's vi- visually it looks like that a little bit except without the like the ghostly yeah. like green magic stuff the green mist yes yeah. <laughs> yes the mist it cuts to kirak and phila after uh, after this yes who he thinks he thinks anakin's dead whom he you know he calls the monster mm-hmm. um what do you think about his little interaction? He look, look, can I talk about uh, something visually real quick that I love before sure we can. before we yeah. get into the the hanging out in the garage? Um, his Jedi robes are probably the coolest I've ever seen. Like like his yeah, pretty sweet his traveling robes his I'm gonna go find the Sith Lord and kill him robes. It is right awesome. He's got some nice piping along the edges. The guy's oh, looking yeah. fresh. Oh yeah, and he doesn't have the typical like the uh, what's called the the tabards, which are the strips of fabric that hang on the front and back that that kind of fly around. Um, he doesn't have those. He has more of like a a skirt style thing going on, like a slit. And I, I really like that look. It's different. It's a really unique look for a Jedi. I mean, he's a really unique Jedi. You know, he takes the bearish vow, vow. So. We maybe that's like yeah. part of it. Well, he's 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 trained to do one thing, and that's crush crush skulls, basically. Mm-hmm. Very true. All right, master so, of master of battle. So he, so then he goes in and and wants to go get a ship because his his prerogative right now is to go and find Vader's master and defeat him. You know, and, and bring balance yeah. back to everything. And like he, it's so. It's so naive and short-sighted his plan. It's like, oh yeah, I threw that guy off. He killed, 
you know, probably a thousand Jedi. You know, we'll, we'll never really know the exact number, but it's probably around that many. And, and I, you know, he's dead for me throwing him off a mountain. Like there's no, like that's so naive and short-sighted. Like it, it's just so, it represents every, like this guy boasted in the last issue about being better than the Jedi that died or being able to avenge them. Like he would have been strong enough to prevent it. Yet he fails and succumbs to the exact same overconfidence, the exact same blindness that the Jedi Order fell to with Order 66. Like it's just, yeah. it's, it's, you know, and that's the, the same overconfidence that got Anakin sticking messed up too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. If you think you're infallible and that's when you're, you know, become fallible. But him walking into that garage like a, uh, like a badass. Oh, yeah. Greetings. But seeing his ship, seeing that that Jedi Starfighter, dude, that was so. That's so cool. That ship is amazing. It's like old school too. It's like it, you can almost imagine like that's the Jedi Starfighter's like pre Episode One, you know? Because it looks so. It looks like Obi Wan's from Attack of the Clones, but it's different. I looked. I looked it up because I was like, oh, I wonder if they're yeah like the same model and they're slightly different, which is pretty cool. Well, he's been there a while, you know. Oh yeah. Anakin had never bumped into him. Yeah. So. It's uh, it's pretty cool to see that. And another thing that's interesting about about this Jedi is he he said he didn't sense any others. I believe he says that in an earlier issue. And I think that's so interesting because Ahsoka says the same thing in her book that like a year after Order 66, she could not sense any Jedi. Even when she was close to like Obi-Wan and Yoda. So, like, I just think that's really yeah. curious how, like, that's how dim the universe got. And that's how maybe, maybe they're, I well, mean, they're no, making a, making a conscious effort to making a conscious effort to not be found, you know? Yeah, I mean, of course. Sidious, you know, concealed himself a quite, quite some time. So I guess you must be able to do that if you're focusing on kind of doing it. Yeah, you can hide your force signature. That's a, that's a thing for sure. I mean, we, we see it happen we see a lot more in canon. We see Darksiders do it mostly, but it's definitely like like it's a it's a all around ability. You know, it's one of those neutral abilities. Yeah. Um. And then there's times. Well, he where, comes down there. Yeah. Go ahead. From his mountain. Well, he comes down from the mountain, where he's been chilling, hanging out. Wants a ship, so he can go off and tackle the Sith Lord, who's you know, uh, the monster's master. So he's looking at a ship and his ship doesn't, his ship's not ready. So they haven't, you know, he's, it's been there for a while. And so it needs some repairs and stuff. So had his ship been ready to go, he probably just would have taken off. And then, you know, Vader would have had to move on to plan B. But, but what happens instead, Daniel? Well, <laughs> like you're just classic when you leave something with someone expecting it to be ready to go when you need it. It's not. And Vader is on the move. Picks up his little, uh, his little, it's like a, it's not quite a, uh, electro staff, but it's like a electro staff sword. It's not a vibro blade, but it's like, an, it's like if, if an electro staff was a sword and he grabs that thing and he marches over and then this guy's like doing tricks with the force, just screwing around, just buying his time till the ship's ready. And all of a sudden he senses it like it hits him. Which it's just such a cool panel to watch his eyes just go like narrow yeah. and dark. And he's just like, it's not possible. No. And it's like everything every Jedi must have said, you know, like this is impossible. Like, like Anakin's turn against us, like Palpatine's a Sith Lord. Like, what's going on? Like, it must have just been everything every Jedi felt. And that panel of Vader just looming over the city on top of that dam. And he's just like, you. Come. Come. Oh, <laughs> dude. Epic. All pieced together with scrap robot parts. Oh, yeah. It just He just looks so good. He looks so good all torn to shreds like that. I think I think beat up Vader is the best looking Vader, in my opinion. He's pretty aggressive looking. Mm-hmm. So, and Phila jumps up there. And uh, the image of them clashing sabers is pretty cool because you see, you know, you see Vader. He's got 
his right leg's all reinforced mm-hmm. on the outside. His left leg was gone from the stump down, so he pulled the old droid leg and jammed that into his stump, and that's how he's walking around. So he's he's jacked up, but they're still going. They're throwing down on top of a dam. Now this dam is um, keeping water at bay from the city. So I'm, I'm assuming that there's a substantial amount of people below there, but so by the way, that that image, that first panel of them clashing, is the best frame of this comic so far, in my opinion. Like that, it, that visual is just amazing with the with the water, the the turmoil and the water, just the sloshing around and the the purple blade on the green blade, the dark versus the light, the just oh. the energy. Coming it off is, of it. It is so cool. Um, it was drawn well, but the coloring yes. makes this image. Yes. You know, you'll have one guy, like in comics, you have a guy that'll ink it, a guy will draw it out. But then you have colorists, so people will work on the color. And, you know, sometimes the coloring can be, uh, but this this is this is pretty cool. There's a lot of contrast. You can see Vader's burnt leg, too. It's just ever so subtle, like a little, little exposed that's, area. That's awesome. A little bit of burnt meat. It's mm-hmm. uh, oh, a little bit of Christmas ham. It's great. That's what it looks like. <laughs> it really does, man. Uh, All right. So then, uh, you know, of course, Vader. I think goads him. You know, I mean, Vader. I mean, Vader's only fighting with this this little blade, and you know, he's still pretty damaged. He, he is still Vader, but he's pretty damaged. Then these these jabronis, these three police officers, come over and they're like, "Hey, you know, quit it." Vader just chucks him off the top of the the dam and that's where things this is this is where Vader gets really Empire Strikes Back where he's kind of he's kind of learning how he's going to manipulate people he is going to play on the one the biggest weakness to me that the Jedi have is even though they preach no attachment they have attachment to human life and as as really cold hearted as that sounds as this will sound, that is why they die a lot. And it's, and it's why it's a big reason why the Jedi order, you know, cease to exist. And it's, well, you perfect- think about this guy's going to jump in for these three guys. Yeah. And in the end, what does he sacrifice because of trying to save those three guys? You know? Yeah. Him, his, um, he's too valuable. Everybody gets yeah. He's too valuable of an asset to sacrifice himself or, or put himself at risk for, you know, three security officers on a random world. Like, I'm sorry. Like he, like he's worth way more than them. You know, he's worth a thousand of them. He's one of the few Jedi. He's worth more than three jabronis. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he, first he, he freaks out pretty hard about those guys almost dying, saves them, kind of eases them down. Invader is just like, like you idiot. And he knows he knows he's got his goat. So then Vader, while the well, guy he calls Vader a monster, and he's like, and then, I am. The, yep, of course he is. He knows it. Yeah, he's like, tell me so, something I don't know, buddy. So, uh, so then, then Vader, while the guy's distracted trying to save the other uh, security officers, uh, he starts like crushing. Looks like the like the main like water you know, control area for this damn city. I, I assume there it's like a, it's a power plant based city. Like they're generating electricity through this and he destroys. Yeah. It looks like it. Part of it just, it's a big dam. And this Jedi master, um, what, how do you pronounce his name again? Kirik and Phila. Kirik I and believe. Phila. Yeah. Master and Phila. He, uh, he starts freaking out, you know, begging for the lives of these people. And he says, yeah, it's not about them. And, and he, uh, like, th- this is between us, this is between Jedi and Sith. And Vader's just like, you're a fool. Like, of course it's about them. Like, easy as pie. Slides his lightsaber, like, force pulls the guy's lightsaber from his belt while the guy's trying to save the people, even though it's a futile effort on his part. And then he, once he has the saber, goes into a force choke, force chokes Master and Fala, and, of course, which causes him to lose focus, and the dam just explodes and cause a chain reaction where, you know, the city's just getting wiped out. And Vader just breaks the guy's neck and throws his body into the turmoil. 
and then just turns around and walks away. <laughs> you know what I found interesting? Is he's got him up. And so he uses the force. He holds Infilla up. And yes. he starts to force choke him. Yes. Takes his saber. But before he kills him, he blows the dam out so that Infilla will see all the other people are going to die. And then he snaps his neck yeah. with the force. Yeah, he lets him see Which I haven't it. seen before. It's sadistic. He lets him see it. Yeah, I've never seen him crack a guy's neck just straight up. It's always been yeah. like a suffocation thing. But he cracks his neck. Like, I mean, so far, this is Vader at his most, you know, heinous. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's punishing it's this pretty guy intense. for his overconfidence. As he should. As he should. But he's got that saber. He's got a saber now. He does. He's going to make so that crystal it's pretty, lead. It's, yeah, it's pretty sweet, man. Sidious tells him, you need to go get a saber. It has to be taken from a Jedi. And he just goes and makes it happen. I wonder if Sidious knew which Jedi would be. You know what I mean? Like, if he knew which one Vader would find. I mean, Sidious is, is pretty smart. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't uh, surprise me if Sidious knew he'd have to go up against this badass. He may have, because it's not like there was a whole bunch of them sitting around, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the, and as a lightsaber a lightsaber fan, a connoisseur, if you will, this guy's saber is beautiful. It is so good looking. And I can't believe that. You know what it made me think of is that if like a Naboo starship was turned into a lightsaber, this would be that lightsaber. It kind of oh. has some like cool lines yeah um, it's got gold it's got a it. really cool look to it yeah it's got some yeah gold. the angles mm-hmm. uh, it's got a pretty cool design mm-hmm. so they they put a little thought into that i think that's too bad vader's gonna tear it apart oh yeah he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna destroy it it's gonna be awesome it's um the final image though is what i mean i just it's my profile pic now because i just i saw this and i'm like ah this is awesome oh the cover the next next issue cover they always yeah. show the next issue cover and it's 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 his other eye that they're showing in this because in the uh in the comic it's his right eye where the lens is blown out yeah i don't know i doubt there's any significance to it i don't know yeah um but that that picture is awesome it is so well done very detailed for those that obviously haven't seen it it's yeah there is a ton of detail in it it's basically a close-up of his face top of his you can see most of both of his eyes his nose piece but that lens is blown out and you can see the burnt flesh in the eyes you know it's got that red ring around the pupil that sith eye it looks like glass has fallen all over the place it's a it's an awesome image um i can't wait for this next issue so so let's talk about Let's talk about the next issue. What what we think is going to happen. Let's do some predictions. I have heard that at some point, um, and this is super spoilers for people listening, that Jocasta New shows up in this comic. Um, and that she mm-hmm. she gets killed by Vader and the Grand Inquisitor. And and so at some point Vader starts working with the Inquisitor. Um, and he's got to make his lightsaber. I really hope they don't do that off screen or off, you know, off story. Like I hope that's shown, like him making that crystal bleed. I really hope it is. We've yet there's to get no, a visual. There's no way they could do that to us. This whole <sighs> comic is to show us how he does that, right? Yeah, yeah. How he becomes Darth Vader, and so I. I mean, they could, but that would that would be bad. <laughs> I wouldn't like that. I would not like that. I wouldn't like that. No. And some people didn't like this issue. And and I totally, totally understand why. Because Vader doesn't just straight up overpower the guy and crush him. Because Vader, Vader gets his butt kicked. And then you want to see Vader come back and kick his butt even more. And because I remember we speculated on that. We were like, oh, Vader's going to come back and like really kick his butt. But Vader like... He was so much more sadistic and like sick about it. Yeah. Like he he crushed the guy, like used his tactics, and he made the guy suffer along with thousands of people and then just toss him to the side like he was nothing. 
which to me is is more yeah, well, it's more sith it's more vader but i understand where people were slightly underwhelmed with the battle like the actual like little battle i mean we spent like three panels hanging out in a garage talking about exposition and we had like one page of panels with lightsaber battles so i understand the real estate issue but at the same time i think that on an intellectual level when you break down the issue it's much better the the way that they did it no i think so i mean you would consider what happened in the last issue he he got completely demolished, mm-hmm. thrown off a mountain, lost a leg. His suit's a mess. He's got an eyelid, you know, part of his mask is blown off, so he can't see. Um, but he comes back, and he, just like Anakin, was always kind of thinking outside the box, getting him, especially in like the, you know, in the Clone Wars. You don't see as much of it in Revenge of the Sith, but if mm-hmm. you know, for those who've watched the Clone Wars, they know Anakin would he would go think outside of the box. He would find a way to get what it is that he wanted to get, whether it was disobeying an order, being sneaky, clever, whatever it took. And this is kind of the approach Vader took here because he's physically he was very likely. I, I don't think he could match up to him, you know, one on one, you know, just a battle the way he was damaged, but mm-hmm. he used used those people and he knew that he would fall for that and try to save the people and ended up, you know, he bested them. Whether it was, you know, with, with the force physically or mentally, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. That dude's got a neck, his head's, you know, his head's twisted on backwards and Vader's got his lightsaber. So yeah. I call that a win. Yeah, it, it it doesn't matter how you, when you're a Sith, it doesn't matter how you win as long as you're alive and they're not. It doesn't yeah, matter. That's their approach. Yeah. Collateral damage means nothing. Yeah. Honor. Um, honor I, is a fool's prize. You know. It's the the cunning. Uh, the cunning of the Sith is their biggest weapon. That's what I'm hoping to see is that that saber being built. I want to visually see that process. Oh, I think we'll so see. So that will hopefully we'll see that, and we're not going to see everything all at once. Too. Some people have complained about the the tempo, like not enough stuff's happening in it. I mean, they're they're making a you know. They can't just give it all away. What are they going to sell three comic books and then that's it? So they got to stretch it out. It's just like a TV show. So we're going to get little tidbits and then there's going to be a bunch of filler stuff. And um, and that know, filler sure stuff is going to be that filler stuff is going to be, uh, you know, infant infant moments of the empire and specifically the force users within the empire. So any of that, yeah, filler, and there'll be little tidbits, you know, to yeah. connect. I'll bet there'll be little tidbits involved in connecting stuff. Like in this one, we saw that Jedi Starfighter, so that was cool. Didn't come into play; it wasn't a big role, but just seeing it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we'll probably see a lot of stuff like that, you know, because they know that the the real fanboys get get crazy about just the stupidest little things. So, <laughs> um, I fully expect them to drive us as crazy as they possibly can. One of my uh, one of my personal favorite touches in this episode was uh, the lady working on his on his uh, ship. Is uh, she's on like one of those little rolly like little rolly things that mechanics have, like the little like rolling pads for going underneath cars. But hers is like a hover one. Yeah, I just think that's like a cool like a cool visual that they thought of. Like, oh, let's have her on like let's have it be hover like. Um, have it be repulsor lifted and i'm like oh, that's such a cool little detail um but yeah so that's so pretty cool did this issue so all right this is a i don't have they released a uh, a set number of issues that they're doing with this run or will it continue due to popularity i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do with it yet i i actually looked for that earlier and i couldn't find anything they may have said how many they're gonna do but I would think they're probably going to do at least 20, 22, something like that. I mean, that's what they did with, with the last one. I think, was it 22 or 24? It, Vader, the the, um, the first Marvel Vader one is uh, 25 issues, which it got extended. And that was also a short period of time. Yeah, no, it yeah. did. That was yeah. that was great. I love that. But, um, I mean, this could, that was a smaller amount of time. I mean, this could, you know, potentially be a, you know, 19, 20-year Get span that they cover with it so i mean they could could just keep going as long as they want hopefully they want to keep going um yeah so we'll see yeah but i do not know for sure i haven't, I haven't seen anything myself but maybe if uh if someone listening knows they could tweet us or email us or message us and 
and let us know. But I, I personally haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I definitely want uh I wanna see more cool Vader Vader stuff, kinda of origin stuff like this, like getting his lightsaber, you know, hunting down Jedi, training Inquisitors, getting into shenanigans with them, you know, getting yelled at by the Emperor, doing the Emperor's bidding, all that stuff. I wanna see that kind of stuff because it's stuff we won't ever see in a TV show because you don't have these TV shows are so expensive to make and you have so few episodes in a season like rebels. Like what is it like 14, 15, 16 episodes a season? Like that's not a lot. Like you need that time for characters. No. You don't have time to screw around doing exposition. And these comics are so great for right. that, you know? So I, it's a really good medium to show this stuff that we're hungry for. Cause I love the inquisitors. I know that's, it's not the most popular thing in rebels. Um, and I know that they're weak. Like I know they're like very weak, like as force users. But that there's a that's they're supposed to be. You know, they're not, not supposed to challenge Vader or Palpatine. They're supposed to know their place. But like, I just yeah. think the whole structure of the Inquisitorius is a cool thing to study and learn about. And I I know that in Rebels season four we likely won't see Inquisitors in any major capacity. You know, because we have to keep up in the stakes. Because we had Inquisitors, then Tarkin, Vader, and then Thrawn. And then, you know, I, I think I think someone's going to get wasted by the Emperor this season, but that's just my opinion. But yeah, I, I, I really like this because I want I want to see Inquisitor stuff so bad. If I haven't gotten that across, it's like my one thing I'm asking for yeah. as an Inquisitor comic or book. You know what I'd like to see them do here is show more of the hate that Vader has for the Emperor. Because you know he hates him, but he needs him. So seeing that kind of progress, you know, cause he's, he, he would, he'd love nothing more than, you know, to overthrow him. I think, um, I mean, even in revenge of the Sith, he, he talked about that with, with Padme, you know, we can overthrow him or we'll rule the galaxy together. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not like he had any, uh, you know, any love for him, I think other than the fact that he thought he needed him. And at this point he still does. So I like to see that kind of progress a little bit and how he'll eventually kind of come to that you know, mindset of, you know, I hate this guy, but you know, what do I do? How can I, how can I best him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll, maybe they'll get into that. Maybe they won't, but um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. You want to hear the, um, you want to hear my new transition sound for between segments, Daniel? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, that's perfect. Man. We've just flown. We have just flown from Vader to Captain Rex. Let's talk about Captain Rex. What the heck happened in the last 24 hours? Captain Rex. Well, it, there's a resurgence of fan speculation. And this, once again, I talked about this last week. This just shows how just desperate we are to talk about stuff as Star Wars fans, like for new material and new things. Oh, um, there's such a drought of oh, like solid food. It is <laughs> horrible man i'm in the desert literally and figuratively and it just it's bringing out even more of those ridiculous theories and speculation than before which i never thought i would be able to say and you know keep a straight face well it's it's not it's not even ridiculous ones it's just we've talked about them so many times that it's like it, it, it it's just so it's it's like when you're waiting for football to start in the fall and you've talked about all the teams so many times, so many times. It's like, can we just play? Yeah. Like, ah, oh, <laughs> it's terrible. So, so yeah. So, so uh, a tweet was sent out, and you remember the guy's name, G? What was his name? Uh, Stephen Melching. He was a he's a writer for Star Wars Rebels. Yes. And he tweeted the uh, the Rebels the rebels version of Rex that is done in the uh, like Endor strike team style that, that kind of costuming. And it's, it's done in like the rebels uh, animation rendering. Um, if you ever looked at like the characters, like when Dave Filoni like shows you the character renderings, like it's done like that. You can find this online if you Google it. Um, Cause that, that, that image was the image that they showed at celebration. Yeah. 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 It's not, it's not a new image by any stretch of the imagination, but it, it's, it caught our attention again because that was such a small detail of celebration that everyone forgot about it, you know? Yeah. And it was just brought up out of the blue by one of the writers for rebels. Yeah. And he kind of implied 
a connection. So, you know, the, the web went, you know, mental immediately and, you know, posts and, you know, questions and, oh, it's confirmed it's canon and, um, which it's not and it wasn't, but yeah, it kind of got, it, it, it grew legs. It's pretty much the closest thing something could be to canon without being canon because you've had two two people in Lucasfilm discuss that they want it to happen. You've had the art done up in the style, which is, they don't just do that for fun, by the way. That's expensive for them to design those characters. Like that, it's very expensive. Um, and so the, it, it would fit the universe. There's no, there's nothing saying that he couldn't be there. I know there's people people saying, oh, he, yeah. he, he'd, he'd age too fast, he'd age too fast. Well, it's only four years from where they're at in Rebels, like four and a half, and he's a clone, so that's eight years. You know, he's he, he can make it eight years of clone clone living. Yeah. So, and it's it's not there's there's no there's no information that disproves that it's possible. And exactly. I I would love it. I because that character is awesome. I love mm-hmm. that character. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's. Like even with that, with that picture, um, it's funny. The next morning, I get up and I wanted to screenshot that tweet because I didn't actually get a screenshot of that tweet myself. And um, so I clicked on the link and it was deleted. It was gone. So I'm like, oh, here we go. Somebody got destroyed last night by <laughs> Filoni, KK, whoever else got involved in it. Um, and he wrote a whole bunch of tweets kind of trying to clarify it you know back backpedaling um you know talking about the 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 picture and its resemblance to the nick saint character mm-hmm. um you know and he, he puts on some good i'm sure this i'm sure six or seven people sat in a room and formulated these thoughts it probably wasn't just him but you know the resemblance of it as they get closer to the return of the jedi you know the rebels and you know Hera and Captain Rex and all those guys, they're working closer with the rebels. So their garb is going to be a lot more in line and mm-hmm. maybe they're pulling from the same supplies type thing. And which, you know, it makes sense. Um, but it's, you know, I, I hope it happens. You know, I think it would be great. Yeah. And it's not unprecedented, you know, like we've had, we've had so many characters from movies become, either new like new characters like had their backstories all of a sudden like they're this super important person like um poe dameron's mom was one of the a-wing pilots uh in return of the jedi and um and so is oh my gosh i'm forgetting your name from aftermath oh i feel so bad do you know do you remember who i'm talking about the the mom mm. temen temen's mom what oh uh, wexley yeah nora nora wexley Ugh. all right so nora yeah. nora is one of the i believe she's a y-wing she's a y-wing pilot at endor i think so and, yeah and she if i'm not mistaken also they wrote in that she was one of the y she's the y-wing pilot that if you're when they're flying into the death star where it's the falcon an x-wing two x-wings and a y-wing and one yeah. x-wing and y-wing like break off like she's in the Y wing, so I believe that's true. So, like someone's gonna gonna like fact check me on that, but yeah. And so like it's not unprecedented. Oh, yeah. If you're wrong, you're gonna get you're gonna I get know. ruined. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna get roasted. But so it's not unprecedented that you know someone someone in a very visible role has gotten a backstory expanded upon. And just because Rex has this whole Clone Wars history, that doesn't make it any less possible for that to happen in fact it seems very likely to me that if he's this involved with the rebels he would be a part of that strike team you know he would be a leader um i and i also think it'd be a really cool way to to tie clone wars to an original trilogy film you know like it's just a really cool thing and there's no downside to it it doesn't doesn't ruin any other character. It doesn't retcon barely anything. It would just be a really cool, subtle thing that would mean so much to a lot of fans. 
And I think it'll happen. I mean, it opens up. It opens up a lot of potential. I mean, he could be on Endor. They could have, you know, they destroy the Death Star. It could be something where, you know, because there, there's not, you know, hundreds of thousands of them down there. There's, you know, there's a small group of rebels down there. Mm-hmm. Luke eventually meets up with them. You know, at some point, there has to be some connection, especially with somebody like Rex who knew Anakin Skywalker. That there's this guy, his name's Luke Skywalker. He destroyed the first Death Star. He was part of destroying this one. He's supposedly this fantastic pilot, and he could uses the Force. It doesn't take, uh, a, you know, a genius to put two and two together and come up with, you know, the Force. So he may, you know, maybe they talk, and he, you know, he discovers that, you know, he is a Skywalker, and maybe he tells him about his dad. Who the heck knows? But it can, it opens up the door to basically any of that stuff happening and you know maybe rex uh gives him information that you know luke uses for something over the next 30 years who knows it could be uh, the possibilities are, are virtually endless you know which the direction they could go with the story i mean is that stuff going to happen i don't know I mean, that would just be so cool it'd be so cool to watch like on screen rex and luke skywalker have a conversation even if it was animated like just just them just having an interaction can you imagine i know oh that would be cool now but yeah, he can't if rex does and it is it is reasonable to think that rex would figure that out that's 100% reasonable um or plausible i should say but uh they rex could never could never tell like that could never become public because in bloodline uh, Claudia Grace Bloodline, which takes place six years yeah. before uh, episode seven, it spoiler it wasn't widely known. Yeah, I mean, yeah, nobody alert. knew really. But yeah, literally no one knew <laughs> except for Han and um, and I think Kylo didn't know yet. That's right, Kylo didn't know yet. I no, don't think he and didn't then, know, and he was yeah. Leia wanted to tell him, but he found out before. Yeah. So, but Rex is the kind of guy that you could see him realizing how important it would be to keep something like that a secret. And he, oh, of he's, course. Yeah. He's a stand-up guy, man. From everything we've learned about him, he would take that to the grave. And I don't see him, I, I don't see any issue with his character doing something like that. Um, you know, this is 100% speculation on our part. But of course. it's the possibility is there that he could know that. And it may even be something that he could just kind of figure out and not even acknowledge. I mean, who knows? Because he's not a, he's been around, you know, he's seen a lot. And um, he, has he doesn't necessarily have to verbalize something, you know. That's uh, true. So his character is—he's the connection from the Clone Wars to right up until you know who knows. Maybe there's some at some point there's some kind of connection to tie him to even to the the sequel trilogy. Who knows something about him? You know, mm-hmm. um, he'd be a, an awesome character to have some type of tie-in somehow. You know, somewhere. It would just be—it's just one of those cool things, man. Like that's. That's one thing that Star Wars fans have always loved is those little connective pieces, like those little back character backstories. Like there is not a single thing in any scene of Star Wars, especially the original trilogy, that doesn't have a, a Wikipedia page. Like even like the most random, <laughs> the, like everything has a backstory and a name. Even is there a page for the bolts? There's a page for bolts on the blast doors, I think. Yeah. Oh, there are. Oh, that all that engineering stuff. That's where, like, the engineering <laughs> stuff. When I was a kid, like, I went so far down the deep end with that stuff. Like, that was where it was at. Like, I was ships, and engineering, and that was my. You climbed like, into Star the rabbit Wars hole. EU. Yeah, that was my EU. Um, like all those books, those cross section books. Oh man. So I think we've, uh, I think we beat this banta to death about rex yeah but uh what so what are you are you reading we're we're both into the same thing right now i'm still on afro comic and i started on chapter five of inferno squad and i'm I'm actually reading it reading it i'm not doing the audiobook inferno squad um i finished that two days after it came (gasps) out did you really finish already oh dude yeah I've I haven't been talking about it obviously because there's a lot of other 
guys in the admin chat, the the admins for the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics Facebook group. We all have a chat, and we basically just talk to each other all day about Star Wars. But um, yeah, it's it's got some cool twists at the end. It was a very good, very good book. I listened to it, and I you know I think I drove like two thousand miles over the last month. So yeah, no, I feel I was uh, had the ability to listen to the audiobooks, and it was. Um, it, Side note: Star Wars audiobooks are just amazing. The sound effects, the backgrounds, the the vocals. Um, it was um, her name is slipping me now. It's uh, Janina Gavankar. Yes, she she reads it and mm-hmm. she does a good job with the voices, the different well, I mean, voices. Yeah, she's um, a she's a pro actress. She's got a great great voice on her. She's got range. Yeah, it was, so it was a good book. Um, I won't uh, get into anything because you obviously haven't finished it and mm-hmm. uh, we've mm-hmm. done enough spoilers on here today, but I will, uh, anybody that reads it, I don't think that you're going to walk away from it saying that you didn't like it. Um, if you do, you know, you may want to go home and rethink your life, <laughs> get off the death sticks. No, I, I love this. Oh, I love the empire stuff, man. I it love was good. This and the best part is it's setting the, setting the stage for the, for the game, which I can't wait to play the game and have you, you know, get 8,000 more kills than me each, each match. Yeah, no worries, man. Just ride my coattails. It'll be fine. That's And that's what I'm doing actually is I'm reading the book because I want to get the, I want to really break down the details. There's actually some, I'm only in chapter five. There's some deep stuff in here. Like there's a reference to Ezra Bridger's parents. That's very subtle. And it's not just his parents. It's a reference to what his parents were doing and that a lot of different groups were doing. But there's a reference in there. And and it's pretty cool. I wonder if anyone will catch it. Um, but I, I, did I not, like to. But I, I like get to distracted read. a lot when I'm driving. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing about like the audiobooks are great. I I love the audiobooks, but I really like to read. You, you do miss things. Yeah. I, yeah. I really like to do both. Like I usually will. I buy a copy and I buy the audiobook. So like I listen to it yeah. usually after I read it. I did that with Bloodlines in Ahsoka because I did them both. I listened to it first and then I went back and read it. Yeah. Um, I got a little bit more. There were things I missed in both, you know, but it's, um, yeah, it's it's a good book. If um, for anyone that hasn't decided to pull the trigger on it, I would recommend it. It was, um, no, it's, it's it was a good read. read. It's a must read. Yeah, man. I, uh, I'm i actually going to go That's read all it I right now. Going Look at you. I like that. I know. I'm going to try to get to chapter 10 tonight. You know what I have to say about that? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Well, I can't wait to talk about. I love this uh, new soundboard. The next issue, dude. When it when is? Oh, we never uh, discussed that. I don't think. When is the next issue out? Or you <laughs> did mention it. I forget. For Vader. Um, no, you know what? I think I think the next one is out. I don't think it's out for till the beginning of September. For no, some reason, there was me? like a weird. Yeah, I, I think I want to say that it's like three or four weeks out. Uh, well, at this point, maybe it's two or three weeks out, but oh, that's bogus. I was. This is this is info. I'm get. I I get out of the local comic. I get them on the. As soon as they're out, I get them on my iPad, and um, but I'll go down. You know, a couple days later after I read it, and I'll go get them at the local comic shop. Yeah. Um, you know, I was talking to the guy and asking, you know, when when's it coming out? And they have a little sheet with stuff on it, and that's that's kind of what he told me. But, um, you know, he may have been off, but I think it's it's going to end up being on like a three or four week cycle type thing which i hate that's standard that's standard yeah you know it's it's gonna have gonna have something to look forward to i guess so yeah um well and before you know it before you know it dude star wars rebels is gonna be coming back you know in the the end of september early october you know we'll get and then you know right when right when that's heating up battlefront boom episode eight boom then more rebels, more rebels, more rebels, and then uh, and then Han Solo. Let me get Han Solo. Yeah, we've, Which, got, a, we've got a solid nine, ten months of content, you know, coming yeah. up. Our good friend Danny J. Smith is convinced that the Han Solo release date is going to change, and I'm telling you right now, that thing is on no schedule. Way. It is on schedule. No way, they're not going to change it now. Yeah, they they have, and the reason why I say that 
is because in so many different little pieces of their marketing, they have reiterated it. They have just thrown it in your face. May, may, may. Like they are just throwing, like on the Star Wars show, like they, every single week, they say the release date. Like they just tell you like, and Han Solo movie coming out in May, like next May, like they are just shoving it down our throats. And I, that's why I think like they're trying to tell yeah. people like this is this is coming out on time. Like be ready for it. Well, Star Wars and Lucasfilm are just one piece of the Disney distribution puzzle. So they have all those other films that they've scheduled for release too. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to want to cannibalize, you know, moviegoers from, you know, from each of their own films. So that they've got stuff spaced out for a reason. A lot of thought goes into, you know, when they release these movies, they don't just, you know, throw a dart at the calendar. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's it's was so close to it now that it would be i'd be completely floored if they changed that date but and if they do change it i, I hope think, they don't because i i want to see it yeah it, they wouldn't change it to next december they wouldn't move it back that far it would be it would be a few months like it'd be a july or august release like right now next august does not have anything major in it. like it's a very barren month and han solo would easily own that yeah. month like if they released it on August seventh, they would own the month. Which I could see them making that change. It, I'd understand it from a business perspective, but right now there's no indication that that's happening at all. Yeah. So, all right, I think we're gonna go. We're gonna yeah. keep going down the rabbit hole on Star Wars. Yeah, stuff. we do this every time. <laughs> every single time. We're, uh, yeah, Darth Vader comic. Check it out. You're gonna like it. Captain Rex, keep your fingers crossed. Hopefully we see him somewhere, right, Daniel? Yes, sir. I think we will. And I guess that's going to do it for this one. We have, uh, again, check out the uh, website for links to the group, www.taoswf.com. I thank you for listening. Daniel? Uh, Yeah, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, Remember to let us know what you think, uh, what you want to hear us talk about. Just anything in general that you want from star Wars podcast. Like this is definitely a community thing. It's not us trying to do anything, but just have a good time talking about star Wars. So give us your feedback in the group and we'll go from there. Thanks guys. Tweet us, email, all that stuff. So yeah, appreciate you listening and we'll uh, catch you on the next one.